Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Achtung Mobile. Broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Accept no substitute. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Thrice welcome to Akdung Mill, number 286. My name is Nick Hart, and I was actually going to do this recording in my back garden, but just as I thought it might be nice to go out and do it with the uh, sounds of birdsong, the yapping dog over the back, and the occasional urban music of a passing car, it absolutely slashed it down my rain. So I've come indoors. You may still hear the odd bit of street traffic outside, but I apologise. I have no... Uh, in Bill's studio here, dear listeners. This is all done on the hoof, as you know. So anyway, um, welcome to one of our older ideas. We did this a bit during the lockdown, and with the return of the players to Calmont Road this week, I thought it was high time that I got back in the saddle of regular podcasting. I've been taking it a little bit easy. And on that note, we're going to be reviving one of the ideas we used to do, which is the random um, randomizer, the random year. So the year that we've chosen for you is 2004, chosen by the random.org random computer online. And today's date is the 17th of August, Monday the 17th. So there was no game um, as such on the 17th of, of August 2004, but the nearest fixture I've found to the 17th, was on the 14th of August, um, a win for Millwall, 2-0, a win over Leicester City. Now, there is actually a, a, a great match report, which I'll come to, on, and the Guardian did a fantastic match report um, for this early season win for the Lions. Um, this would be the bit of season after the, the, the FA Cup final, and this, from memory, um, this, this had a fairly anticlimactic feel to it for for me, I don't know how it was for you, dear listeners. I know we had the European uh, or UEFA Cup um, sojourn, um, which was very surreal. Um, that was yet to come before this this particular fixture was played out. But as a season overall, um, I thought it was fairly mundane, and we finished mid-table. Although it wasn't as bad as I as I remembered it. Weirdly. Um, we actually finished higher than I remembered. We finished it in tenth position. I thought we were kind of lower table, um, and it was a struggle for us. Um, but it it was a comfortable mid-table finish. Maybe we expected more after the high jinx of two thousand and three, four, the the cup final, the West Ham four one. You know, bloody bloody blah. blah, blah. 
Um, but anyway, this was a, a mundane season. But this was a good early season win for us. 2-0 over Leicester City. Played at the Den on the 14th, as we've said. Um, in front of 11,754, refereed by one S. Dunn. I don't remember him. But I was there that day, and I do remember. It's notable for for the one thing I do remember was the it was one of the rare goals scored by Jody Morris in the thirty seventh minute. Um, second one coming from Danny Dicchio later on in the in the fixture. But Morris scored, and we'll come back to that goal because I can remember it happening. Um, I'd forgotten that Adrian Seriu played a part in that goal. But just to start us off today, dear listeners, I thought it might be worth running through the team for this particular fixture. Mill 2, Leicester City 0. In goal that day was Graham Stack. Uh, some names from the past here. Um, defender left side, Josh Simpson, the Canadian um, kid. Do you remember him? We'll refer to him later on in the match report. In central defence, two great central defenders for the Lions. Matt Lawrence and Darren Ward, um, stalwarts of the promotion season from the from the third tier and obviously the EFA Cup run for Wardy. Um, so Matt Lawrence and Darren Ward in central defence. And on the right side of defence was Adrian Seriu. More of him to come, dear listeners. I keep that name in mind, though, Adrian Seriu. Anyone that was there this particular day will remember the... Um, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, why, remember why it became so notable. Midfield, how about this for a midfield? Um, central midfield, Marvin Elliott and Jody Morris, one of the most disappointing players, I think, um, of my mill following career. On the right side of Jody Morris was Dennis Wise, late in his career and just um, obviously player managing at the time for us, um, but a master of passing, crossing, and the darkest of dark arts of football. Um, I think he, he still produces mixed feelings in many people, Dennis Wise. I know he does for me. I can both admire him and not like him and like him and not like him and admire him and not admire him. All in one go, it's a very, um, you know, it's, it's a cocktail, isn't it, Dennis Wise? he got a yellow card in this particular game. On the left side of midfield, David Livermore. David Livermore was on the left side of um, midfield. This, this, this. Uh, I, I always felt Livers was um, maligned. Um, he was a workhorse, wasn't he? Uh, an uninspiring workhorse, perhaps, but he was a workhorse. Up front, two names here: Danny Dicky, I've mentioned already. Um, this would be his second and last season with with the Lions. Um, and Mark McCammon, there's a name, um, played in the Cup final. I think he would later go on in his career to take out some kind of employment tribunal case against Gillingham after he left Millwall. Um, but he played, he started today in this particular fixture, substituted by one Stefan Moore. And I've become a little bit um, fixed on Stefan Moore. The substitution took place in the 68th minute because I'd completely forgotten, dear listener, that Stefan Moore played for Millwall. I couldn't even picture his face. I'd forgotten he existed. But I had a quick look on, on Google and we'll come back to Stefan Moore later on so yeah management was Dennis Wise player coach manager and Ray Wilkins of course goals for Jody Morris in the 37th minute and Danny Dicchio so I thought I'd just have a quick look at a couple of um, players in that team there's, there's some some obvious names and the, some of them have been very well known very well portrayed I always felt Graham Stack in goal was not a bad goalkeeper 
Um, but he, he came to us from Arsenal where he had the role of eternal number two. And I had, you know, missed the fact that he was a member of the Invincible squad, which I think was at 2002, uh, the championship, the Prem, Premier League championship winning side. Arsenal was unbeaten for the whole season. And he didn't take much part in it, but he was a member of the squad. And there's an article all about Graham Stack. He's, he's, he's on Twitter. You can find him. He's coaching now, coaching at Watford. Um, there's an article by a website called planetfootball.com. I'll stick this link in the in the show notes when this goes out, which um, dwells upon his his time at Arsenal in that invincible squad. He was second uh, choice to Jens Lehmann, and Yemen, Le- Jens Lehmann played every minute of the unbeaten season. So Stack, um, although he was, there was number two and was always ready to go if the uh, big German, as they call him here, was unable to play, Played no part. I presume he got a, a medal. It must feel quite like um, you've been, you know, you've been given something for no effort for that. But anyway, um, you know, he, he got his he got his championship Premier League medal. He came to Millwall on loan in two thousand and four. Played made twenty nine appearances in this particular season, two thousand four five. Um, I remember him being a decent goalkeeper. Um, he certainly, you know, he certainly was okay. There have been, we've had a lot worse in our time than since. But um, Stacky, I thought was was okay. Uh, so too, twenty nine appearances for for Graham Stack in this particular season in goal this particular day for in a two 0 win. Now I've mentioned already Stefan Moore. Um, I'd forgotten this man existed, dear listeners. So I thought I'd better look him up because is Stefan Moore? I just found him. First up, there's this picture. One of the things that struck me was what an awful kit this particular season had. It was a kind of a... There's a picture of Stefan Moore. I'm looking at him in the middle shirt. And it was that Bico Strike Force all blue turnout. Um, I think it's probably one of the worst kits in my mill supporting existence. I know we've had one or two that have not been, have been better than others. Let's put it that way. But this one, I think, by some distance, was the worst. It seemed to have the seams on the outside of the shirt, you know, like it's been turned inside out, very baggy, and a huge loose neck. It, the whole thing just looks uh, like you've had a shirt for years and years and years, washed it a million and one times, and you don't even use it for gardening anymore because it's such a rough old shirt. And that, that was our Bico first choice. Uh, first team, first team kit that season. Did you like that? What do you tell me? What you thought of that Bico shirt, two thousand four, five? But there he is. There's Stefan Moore. I thought I had to, I had to look up this this boy's um, career because, um, you know, he, he came to us on loan from Aston Villa. Made just four appearances, three as substitute, scored no goals, and that probably sums up Stefan Moore in in many respects. If you check him on Google, um, his career is an object lesson in starting at the, not his Aston Villa at the top, certainly starting high, and then a rapid bit by bit uh, deterioration of your career over, over every club you go to is further down the chain. So he started out with Aston Villa in, um, still playing by the way, he plays for Highgate United now, or he did in 2018 19 anyway. Started at Aston Villa, 22 appearances, two goals for Aston Villa. Um, went to Chesterfield for two games and then to Millwall on loan. This was one of the big criticisms, I think, of, of Dennis Wise's management. Um, the signings he made, and the in this particular case, the loan signing he made, having no impact. Um, he, he seemed to have a thing for Premier League 
players that um, should be better than they actually, you know, the, the service actually produced when they ran out. So six appearances for Millwall, none, no goals. No goals at Leicester on loan seven. Um, went to QPR, 39 appearances, just three goals. I mean, for a striker, this is a very poor return. Port Vale, 12 appearances, one goal. Uh, Walsall, five appearances, one goal. Kidderminster, 16. You can tell by where we're going here now, can't you? Downwards, this is by 2008. Kidderminster, 16 appearances, one goal. He finds his level, dear listeners. So far, all you've heard is noughts, threes and ones. He finds his level in 2009 at Hales Owen Town, where Stefan really turned it on. Um, 49 appearances, 38 goals. And he goes to St. Neots Town, where 80 appearances and 68 goals. So he's red hot. He's red hot at Hales Owen, St. Neots and Leamington. Leamington Spa, 24 goals for them in 42 appearances. Um, and then on to the non-league world, where it actually then fades slightly. 12 goals at Brackley, in fairness, and 13 for Solihull Moore in 2016. I'd forgotten that Stephen Moore played for us. I'd forgotten that he um, you know, was, was a player in his own right and how he managed to sustain a career at that level. It was such a paltry return over, not just us, but other clubs is beyond me. He only really came into his own in the, you know, the kind of Midlands non-league scene. Um, he was playing for Highgate, as I've said, until quite recently. Um, he, there's a, he attended our college in Hodge Hill. Um, he owned a taxi firm in Walter, Walter, Walter Alton, Walter Alton, before selling up in 2015. Who knows what he's doing now? Um, Stephen Moore, briefly a Millwall player. And these are the little details that I find absolutely wonderful when you do these random fixtures because I mean Graham Stack obviously well known member of a major one of the best teams that have you know taken the field in, in football in the Arsenal team of 2002 the Invincibles but in amongst there there's a name like Stefan Moore and I, I don't know why I find these little details absolutely fascinating Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Normal. Um, so there we are. That's the result. The season would finish in a kind of mix of anticlimax. We went out of the UEFA Cup. We never truly threatened at the top of the table in 2004-05. Um, the likes of Seriu and Josh Simpson, I thought we'd come back to because there's a, a match report, which I'm going to read it verbatim, if you'll forgive me, dear listeners, because it just gives you such um, a wonderful insight into 16 years ago. 16 years ago, we had the likes of Adrian Seriu and Josh Simpson playing for us, so um, this is the match report from The Guardian by a, a journalist called Mark Tallentire. Uh, headline is, Seriu throws himself into the fray. Um, Mill should really go away more often, he says. Last month's close season tournament in Vancouver, these are the days where we go to Canada for our pre-season, not only provided the FA Cup finalists with competitive games in a decent environment, it also allowed them to turn up on the game's most inspired signings, inspired signings since Aston Villa brought Dwight York back from a trip to Tobago from Tobago 15 years ago. And they're talking about Adrian Seriu, 25 years old, featured in Team Canada's midfield against the Mill Tourists last month. This is in be about July 2004. Whilst the midfielder Josh Simpson, 21, appeared at left back. Both impressed the South London side enough for them to quickly agree to pay up Seriu's contract at the Toronto Lynx. That's not a shower gel, younger listeners. That's a club. The Toronto Lynx. And also to sound out the University of Portland student Simpson before handing both two-year deals. Two-year deals. Dear listeners, on Saturday, the 14th of August, the game in question, the club got their first return as Seriu and the other permanent signing of the season, Jody Morris. Wishy-washy, as I used to think of him combined to put them on the way for a first win of the season and inflict a first defeat on Leicester. The three points went a long way to silencing the uh, in brackets, where's the money gone brigade? There's a where's the money gone brigade at Millwall and they were silenced by that combination. Um, asking whether 2.5 million proceeds of the FA Cup run and the 1.5 million heartbreaking fee for Tim Cahill. Where's it gone, Theo? Was the where's the money gone brigade's call? They aim their bile, <laughs> their mill bile at the chairman, Theopathetis, during a midweek defeat earlier before this game by Wigan. Um, but Adrian Serio had the fans eating out of his hand after two minutes of his debut when he took a throw-in from level with the penalty area and he hurled it to the back post where Ian Walker did well to keep out a Mark McCammon header. Adrian's next throw reached the same spot and earned a huge applause when it was, I remember this, when it was bundled away. It was quite a spectacular thing if you were there. Um, and a third throw from 50 yards cleared a defender and Danny Dicchio at the front post and was turned in by Morris. Um, speaking after the game, I can pretty much put it on someone's head if I want to. I have that accuracy, said Serio, a matter-of-fact Canadian with Trinidad Trinidadian parents. I've never measured it, but I can throw it from inside the halfway line to the six-yard box. I just practiced and practiced. 
Josh Simpson spent his early teens honing his skills at the British Columbia Academy, run by former Mill striker Derek Posse. And he also made his impact almost as quickly in this game with two intelligent runs and some timely interventions at the back. Uh, Ray Wilkins, speaking after the game, said, we are very happy with both boys. He purred, apparently, according to this reporter. He purred that they play in the right manner because they want to win. There was little danger of failing to do so in a game in which Dennis Wise, who has an unfair dismissal, do you remember that, the unfair dismissal claim that Wise he had against Leicester? Um, Wise made his first start. He picked himself to take the field against Leicester. Of course you did, Dennis. Of course you did. And he then saw his team engage in a running battle in the first half, ending in a tunnel incident denied by both clubs. It was it was it was a tasty. Games against Leicester were always tasty back then, weren't they? There was an incident in a tunnel which was denied by everyone. Men's men's rules. Uh, Len's, Leicester's best chance fell to Jamie Scowcroft, but once Danny Dicchio had fastened onto Wise's through ball in the second half and finished with his right, it was left for Stefan Moore to miss a couple of one on ones and later go to ground after a saving tackle by Chris Makin, who was harshly sent off. Stefan Moore missed a couple of one-on-ones, and that scoring record indicates, um, well, it speaks volumes for Stefan Moore's finishing ability. Uh, just to complete, Sirio and Simpson were in Vancouver yesterday before a World Cup qualifier against Guatemala, but we'll be back for the trip to Coventry next week. We hope they travel safely, added Wilkins, aware the pair have brought, bought them time and saved a lot of money. Crush, crucial things at Millwall. Man of the match. Man of the match, dear listeners. Probably the one that the only time it ever happened. Adrian Seriu from Millwall. Um, his throwing ability was certainly remarkable. I mean, anyone that saw that would, you know, you can't deny the ability. And, and if used um, wisely... It could be an unexpected. I mean, it needed the element of surprise. I think what happened pretty quickly, to be fair, is that teams cottoned on to the fact this bloke could chuck it a long way and chuck it fairly accurately, in fairness to him. But they planned and they defended it, and that left exposed badly, badly, his playing skills, Syria. So he didn't last long with the Lions. But um, this was Syria's day, the day of Adrian Syria. Um, Millwall 2, Leicester City nil on the 17th of August 2004. Thank you, Mr. Randomizer, for choosing that long-forgotten fixture. Um, Brought back a few memories, including that god-awful Beko Kits. So there we are. Thank you for tuning into this little short um, shot of a show. I might be doing another one. I might might, might do this on a regular basis. Um, It's going to be a funny old season coming up, dear listeners. There won't be any away travel. And I can't see it for the season, to be absolute. Can you? I can, certainly it's not going to be at the start of the campaign, and I will be amazed if we see much in the way of away travel as the season goes along. I know that would enrage a lot of people, but um, I think we've got to be realistic. Um, so I'm going to try and do some um, different ideas on, on the show to you know to try to accommodate that. Um, so thank you for listening. Tomorrow I'm going to be recording with Ryan... Another little idea that we're going to do, which will be the Achtung Wide World of Sports. We're going to be looking at some other stuff that's been happening in the world of sports that may also impact on our dear, beloved Millwall as well, because we are part of a bigger picture, like the, the bank advert says. Um, on Friday, we'll be doing our weekly Achtung Roundup of Millwall News, such as there is. There's not an awful lot of Millwall News at the moment. I've just read on Twitter that um, Gary Rowett's taken the squad to Scotland, although the Heart of Midlovian fixture has been cancelled for some reason. I, I dare say we'll, 
because we're coming from England, it's part of carrying the contagion and they don't want to play us. Um, also, also, just check out that Lions, Mill Lionesses coverage that Ryan's been doing. It's been really great. Um, I've enjoyed it. And I would not have said that I would have enjoyed listening to or, or following much to do with Mill Lionesses. Um, but I've really enjoyed his coverage. Well done to Ryan. He's a real talent, in my opinion. And he's really, really giving the Mill Lionesses a, a, a much needed coverage. They, they've taken a big tumble down the Women's League and been treated harshly. Um, in events in the last couple of seasons and they're rebuilding from the bottom upwards so you know I know that um, many will have sceptical views of the women's game it's a different sport I think I said this to to Michael um, in the previous show and you've got to look at it that way but I think it's um, I think when you listen to the interviews that have been done with each of the girls so far you can really hear an inspiring level of commitment and uh, you know the willingness to work for the badge and the shirt and I think that's got to be worth you know applauding so do contact us uh, we would love to hear from you twitter at Achtung Millwall um, email of course Achtung Millwall at gmail.com and on the old voicemail do call especially if you're living abroad no one ever does this. I always, I always ask, and no one ever does it. Voicemail is um, if you're coming in from abroad, plus four four two zero eight one four four zero two three two. If you're dialing from the UK, it'll just be plain old o two o eight one four four zero two three two. You go straight through to a voicemail machine. You don't talk to me. You don't have to talk to me. Um, it's better, just leave a message. What do you think that Mills prospect? What do you think about the shows? Good, bad, indifferent. Tell me what you think. It's lovely to hear from you. So there we are. Um, this has saved me. I've, I've, I've been working on our um, idea of doing a new yearbook for the new season. I've, I've hit a kind of a, what's the word? Is it writer's block? I think it's more like writer, writer's lethargy in my case. So this has dragged me away from doing that. Um, I might drag myself back to it later on. Don't know. See how it goes. Um, thank you for listening to this randomised a show, hope you liked it, hope you enjoyed it, maybe see you tomorrow, Arrivederci Millwall. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall, if you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review, Arrivederci Millwall, till next time. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.